0: Thank you. Welcome to the Career Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Nassar Ahmed. I'm also the founder and editor of the blog CareerMedicine.com. And this is episode 61 of the Career Medicine Podcast. And this episode is part of the Leadership Expert Series. Uh, leadership is a topic, if you're a career professional, it is of interest, but if you wanted to grow in your career, move up the corporate ladder. So this, this is a series that has come by the demand of the listeners and the blog, readers of the blog. So I've created this series, and in the last few episodes, I've interviewed experts, uh, leadership coaches, leadership consultants, who share their ideas and insights on the topic of leadership. So continuing that team, I do have another leadership expert, expert with us today. Uh, and for today's Leadership Expert Series episode, I'm interviewing Yangi Yi and her business is called Faithful Consulting. Uh, so just a quick intro about the company, Faithful Consulting is a leadership and a team coaching and consulting business focused on developing uh, high-performing leaders and teams. We'll learn more about Yang Yi as, as we go through the interview. Uh, but first of all, Yang Yi, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to be
0: here. Uh, you're welcome. And I'm excited as well. It's, it's actually one of my favorite topics. I'm always personally for myself, I, I always like to learn more about leadership. I'm fascinated by the topic. So I'm excited to learn more as we go along in this interview. Uh, one of the first questions I always ask my guests, uh, I love this question is, uh, where are they calling from?
1: I'm calling from Western Wisconsin, or, or maybe more familiar is Wausau, Wisconsin and it is very, very central in Wisconsin. So if you look at Wisconsin, it's like a hand, uh, the palm of your hand, uh, we're right in the middle. So that's where I'm from.
0: I believe this is the first time I'm speaking to someone from Wisconsin, so I'm excited. Um, One of the good things I really love about doing the podcast is I get to talk to guests from all over the world. Um, could Could you share with us something interesting or a fun fact about your uh your place that most people would not know
1: yes fun fact let's see well i just think the biggest thing about my area here is uh, i grew up in this town and it's always got like a family field Mm -hmm. and so people they want to start families when they want to raise families they come here because it's a good community small community where there's enough diversity it's not too big and it's it's small enough
0: and, um, it's safe. That's uh, good to hear. So it's, it's a, it's a small town in any, any small time, Canada or any small town, us, you get that feel, right? It's, 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 it's slower paced than a big city, but, uh, it, it has sort of a community family feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Okay, great. That's great to know. Um, so, uh, the next question I would love to ask before we get into the whole topic of leadership, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, also your your practice, your consulting practice?
1: Yeah, so a little bit about myself is I kind of have a background that's involved uh, in working with people. I just love working with people and I probably knew this when I was just a little girl that I knew I wanted to help people and work with people. I didn't know what that was as a little girl, but... Uh, Growing up, then went to college. Uh, I have my bachelor's in social work and then my master's in counseling. And then my PhD um, education is in organizational psychology. So very, very interested in how we can develop people, the psychology, the science behind human behavior. So yeah, I mean, that's my biggest passion is really that I've always loved working with people and being around people.
0: And how did that uh, culminate into what you're doing today, uh, helping others and helping companies develop the leadership skills?
1: Yes. So that's a great question. Um, I think in my career starting out, I recognized that just in the workplace, there's some dysfunction, I'd say, and leadership issues in in, uh, different workplaces that I've been in. And so that's where the passion grew is – you, you get these really amazing individuals that become managers or directors and, you know, in the workplace, they're, they're not as effective um, at motivating and putting, it's more like top down. And that's been my experience in my field, working my career, several different um, agencies. And so and, and, but take those people out of context. So take them and put them at a ball game, a social event. The most amazing people, and so that's where some of the interest started. Is gosh, we have these amazing people, but yet they lack the leadership qualities. They lack um, the ability to really engage, support, and develop their staff.
0: So it came about uh, based on your observation of people. You you sensed that there was something missing and thought, okay, I can help fix this.
1: Yes. Yes. It it really stemmed from my desire to want to fix this problem that I saw in organizations.
0: Okay. So before we get into the whole topic, I I wanted to understand from you, uh, what, what, what does leadership mean to you? Everybody has a different definition. What would you say that word leadership signifies
1: yes so leadership means to me is really qualities of a human being a human person that will make them most appealing attractive to others so i think it starts from inside so it starts leadership to me starts from inside where you're really developing who you are and you become very confident empowered and, and love who you are flawed and all you just feel really okay just being whoever you're meant to be. So that, to me, is the start of leadership. And then you're able to influence so then that when you become more confident and more empowered in who you are, it affects your your ability to lead other uh, your staff. And then it affects how you lead in your home when you're happy and when you feel empowered and confident and you believe in yourself, you have conviction in who you are. It kind of takes a toll into all different systems. And so that's my definition of liter- leadership really is that it is an inside job.
0: Very interesting. So it starts from within than ra- then outside, right? Uh,
1: yes. Yes. Huh. Quality and of a person. Yes.
0: Very interesting because the the typical gen- uh, general perception of Leadership is people perceive it as an external thing that you lead people. Um, you're, you're leading a team, you're leading a company, you're a captain of a ship, something like that. But you're saying it all starts from within, identifying yourself before you even go to that process.
1: Yes. And I, I, I believe that's the true essence of leadership is really from within. I mean, you can fake leadership to an extent. You can learn some of these skills and you have some of these skills already um, that you are uh, charming enough or... You have some character or you have integrity. So some of these qualities of what a leader is, you probably have some of it. But if you're not really developing and being authentic to who you are as a person, then you can only be in that position, be in that role, lead as effective as how you feel about yourself.
0: Okay. That's actually a, a different definition than what I'm usually used to hearing. So I want to spend more time on that. An interesting thing I came across your website is the, uh, you help uh, companies and individuals with assessments. Uh, then b- before we get into the different type of assessments, um, I think this ties into the identifying yourself. Um, what are, can you tell us what are assessments and why, why they are important?
1: I think assessments is a great tool. It's a tool that we can use to better understand ourselves, gain some of the awareness that we probably already know, but it, it kind of is on paper and says, oh, yeah, these are kind of areas you are really good at. So your strengths and these are areas that you could, you, you know, are areas for growth opportunities. So I see assessments as a tool that lays some of this stuff out for for us to start the foundation to develop people. So whether it's teams, leaders, we are we have a foundation. So, okay, so here's our data. What can we do with it and put it into context? So assessments are great and I love assessments and I do them and I'm all for assessments, but it has to be put into context. And it has to be used. Um, It has to be put into a good in order for it to be of any value.
0: Could you expand on that? Like, let's say I've done an assessment and or someone has done an assessment. They've identified what their strengths are. How do they take that into context? Like, where do they go from once they get the results from that assessments?
1: Yeah. So getting the results is great, but I think then it is either up to leadership or up to um, them hiring a coach or something to help further develop in areas they may that are growth opportunities for them. Right. So I think that's how you can continue to grow as a person, as a leader is you have to stay hungry. You have to stay, uh, have a growth mindset and start continuously embrace change because the way we do things are constantly changing. And so um, assessments is is a great tool to continue to help you develop new areas that you need to develop in and seek coaching or support from your supervisor to continue to move forward. And leadership is the game of continuously reassessing ourselves and our emotions and how we should respond to things. And that's a daily practice.
0: You use the term hunger and I love that word because uh, anybody who wants to grow in their career, uh, grow to be a leader, I think that is like the starting point. They need to be hungry to improve themselves. Um, so I, I, that is that is like, some call it hunger, some call it ambition. Um, I have an interesting question for you. So let's say someone has that hunger, but uh, let's say they ha- lack the confidence. So they, they want to be a leader. They want to grow up the ladder. Right, They want to one day be in a senior position, make an impact, so and so, but they lack the confidence today. Um, they don't think, so I, I'm not sure if people come to you this far, but I wanted to expand on that lack of confidence piece.
1: Yes, lack of confidence is huge, huge, huge in, in developing leadership. And, um, and so back to your question about do people come to me for that? They do. And, and a lot of it is around confidence. It's about some of the things that, so we are, you know, how I perceive and how I see it um, is that we're all born capable, competent, and we got all the skills right. and stuff. And our, our, then our right. um, nature, uh, our environment kind of ha- molds us, changes us, influences us to be who we are today. And so it's a matter of peeling that back and saying, okay, out of all this stuff that we've been molded with feed with who is us and how can we be confident in that and, and confidence, our confidence of who we are as a kid. I mean, you just look at a kid. I mean, they just go around. They're so confident. They don't care. They have no care in the world. And then as an adult, you, you, you hold yourself back because of that confidence issue.
0: And that is true. I think that's a common thing I I experienced myself and the others I've spoken to. It's I think it's a human thing. Like most people do not feel that way. Um, So let's say they have identified that. So what what you're saying is it is okay even if you lack confidence, they can still improve their leadership skills.
1: Absolutely. Um, It's it's about going so like. Like an entrepreneur, you, you just go out there and you keep trying, you keep different strategies and you, you have your goal, your vision, your action steps, and then you might have to tweak an action step. So it's the same thing with confidence. It, you, ha, you can learn confidence. You can be more confident um, when you put yourself out there more and more. And the more you practice. So practice makes perfect, although there's not, not nothing that is perfect, but it gets you closer to that. You continue to practice. You continue to uh, be bold and, and put yourself out there. And that's how you develop confidence.
0: So the key takeaway here is even if you lack confidence, that is okay. Once you put yourself out there, uh, practice, you can improve that.
1: Absolutely. That's right on.
0: Okay, so uh, so now we have identified that someone comes to you, they lack confidence. You've given some ideas. So, what would you recommend for people listening to this? Like, let's say they have identified lack of confidence, uh, they want to improve, they have, they are hungry. Uh, and what are some of the things that you you mentioned that you asked them to go and practice? What what exactly are they practicing?
1: So it, it, it could be different thing. I, I, I think it's when they're they're practicing. I think for for me, I would tell them to just practice being aware, first of all. So practice just really noticing. Practice when they're in a situation that makes them feel comfortable to just notice and just be very aware of of that. And so that's what one strategy I would have people that um, individuals that lack confidence come in and they want to develop their confidence or leadership is, is to, to start with just being observing, observing yourself. So almost taking yourself out of your body and observing yourself from above in whatever situation you're in.
0: That is interesting because I was expecting an action but you're saying before you do anything, just start observing yourself and your surroundings. That is, before you do anything. So I'm presuming the benefit of that is learning more?
1: Yes, it's learning about yourself and and recognizing why you are the way you are or why you behave the way you are. It's It starts with that awareness. Change doesn't happen unless you become very, very aware of of yourself. So... You know, I would just tell them to just journal, start by journaling of just aware, okay, so today was my work day. Okay, where did I lack confidence or where did I struggle? Just become aware. Why was that for me? Just become very aware and to be very, very curious about who you are. And that's when you start to, the light bulb starts to click. Oh, I'm this, oh, wow, I'm like that because of this. I'm like, you know, so... That's when the connection starts to make. And when you make that connection with your awareness, with who you are, you can then start making changes. If you don't know what you don't know, you don't know how to change it. So when you become aware and know what you need to change, why you're doing things a certain way, that's when change really happens.
0: You know, I love this advice because it's, for me it sounds contrarian um, because the traditional Advice for anything is yeah, just get out there, start doing this, start doing that, start doing this. But you're saying, switch that, take a pause, learn more about yourself, mm-hmm. do, assess the situation, yeah. and uh, I, I know this is contrarian. Like someone like me, I, I can imagine like this would be difficult. It's like oh, I want to just do things, but you're yeah. saying that before you do anything, just try. I, I like this advice because it's totally different from what I typically hear.
1: Yeah, yeah, I. I- say uh, the essence of change is, is awareness. Is awareness of who you are, your behavior, looking deep within. Is this me? Is this the way I, why do I lack confidence here? What's going on here? Is there a connection here? It's just being very aware. And it's not about doing necessarily. It's about noticing. And when you oh. notice why you do a certain things, that's when then you can take some actions after that and say, okay, I did this in this situation, here's what I can do differently.
0: All right. So that's that's definitely, as I mentioned, great advice. It's totally different. So they started off with the hunger. They've they understood they have lack of confidence. Then they start with this own introspection process, as you're mentioning right now. After doing that, uh, what would you recommend are some, let's say, two to three top tips or action steps they can take to start improving the leadership, any staple ideas that you share with your clients?
1: Yeah. So um, I think um, one of them is just to, to, to just get to know people, connect with people, um, connect with. So one of my tips is connecting with people. There's, there's, Anything. Everyone has something to teach you, is what I believe. And so, just start talking to people. Talk, talk to leaders that you like, um, and, and that you you see something in that. Ooh, that really resonates with me. I really like that style. And start talking to them. So, one of the tips is talk to people. Learn about their their. Be curious about them, their leadership style, why they they think um, a certain way, why they do things a certain way. Um, the second thing is is to just Focus on your strengths. So what are some things that are already in you that are leadership qualities? And, and there's probably a lot. Everybody has some of it. So look at those strengths and start doing more of that. So start start strengthening that muscle that is already there. So those would be my two. Um, my third one would be um, uh, uh, get, getting more involved. You know, my third one would be just be more are involved you want to be a leader let your tensions be known get involved uh, you know make it you know start doing things that are gonna show leadership qualities and and a lot of that is involvement in whether it's engaging in your organization and taking on additional roles and responsibilities or in the community uh, volunteering doing stuff like that so those would be my three biggest tips
0: Thank you very much for sharing that. So that is that is, uh, you've just shared some tangible ideas. Um, so now I want to switch gears and ask you a personal question. You study leadership, you teach leadership. According to you, who personifies leadership the best? Who, who according to you, is the best leader? Uh, it could be living, it could be dead, it could be in business, it could be in uh, movies. I wanted to ask your perspective.
1: Yeah, so for me, growing up, I wanna say the biggest influence in in my life is Mother Teresa. And I remember very specifically in sixth grade, I did research on her and she became my icon and of what a leader is. It does not look like a leader. I mean, you know, does not appear like a leader, but it, you know, doesn't have an amazing title, (laughs) but she leads with her heart. She leads with her mission. She's out there. She's in the trenches. She is doing the work that is the essence of leadership to me. That's that's kind of lines right perfectly to my definition as well as uh, my business uh, uh, in leadership is developing those people. It's not necessarily about titles. It's not necessarily about, you know, getting up to be a CEO. Sometimes it is just really living a, a life that you're feeling proud of you're fulfilled you're happy and that could just very well mean you're a good dad you're a good mom that is leadership
0: yeah wonderful i mean she, she definitely you're right she's not uh, mother Teresa does not when most people think about mother Teresa, they think about philanthropy charity not leadership but it does take a lot of courage of what she did her story is amazing mm-hmm. uh so def, that that's uh I, I would say that's a great uh leadership uh, story to share Um, we are coming to the end of our interview yangi so one last question i have is before we conclude any last words that you'd like to share with the audience
1: i just love to uh, to share that i think um you know take away titles take away things we all have qualities already within us so develop those you already have qualities of a leader so develop those if you want to be a leader Or even if you want to lead your own life, start leading your own life, be a leader in your life, is develop those qualities that are already strengths. And then see what are your growth opportunities? What are areas that uh, you could improve in and do better? And work on those and take some of those and start working on that. And be the leader that you need to be for yourself. And it starts with that. That's the essence of leadership. It's really it starts with You leading yourself. And then when you're able to lead yourself, you can lead a team, a community, a society.
0: Reminds me of the quote from Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world, right? Uh, Start with yourself.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Perfect.
0: That's a great uh, conclusion. uh, Great way to wrap up. Uh, Once again, I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for sharing your insights. Um, Very valuable insights that you've shared during the during this interview.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Career Meds Podcast. As Always, you can find this episode on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and even now on SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, I have written a brief summary of the interview, which will go as a blog post on CareerMedis.com. If you enjoyed this episode and also learned something new, feel free to post a comment or a review. And if you really loved it, definitely go ahead and share this among your network. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmad, your host for the CareerMedis Podcast. Thank you.